So recently, a lot of new secrets have been revealed in the latest chapter of One Piece that not only has my mind exploding, but my reaction to this chapter has me smiling from ear to ear because this has been a mind-blowing episode, quite literally actually, for what we are about to review here in this episode today. Hello guys, this is Jade from the Nerdfix, the podcast where we talk about everyone and everything in anime, manga, video games, and everything under the sun. This episode, we're going to talk about the latest chapter for One Piece, chapter 1066, titled The Will of Ohara. So for those who have read the latest chapter, this is for you. Sit back, relax, and get ready for your day. chapter we begin with a cover page of Derma 66 ah an emotionless assertion volume 23 Derma's return with an added bonus with the spin smoke so flames along with Caesar clown arriving at the Derma kingdom so it's really curious to see of uh, their reason for returning to the Derma kingdom along with Caesar clown but I am curious to see of what's going to go down once they return but with that said and done let's continue on with the chapter review the chapter begins with Frankie left in disbelief with Shaka's claim with Egghead Island resembling an ancient city. However, he simply says that this was only just a theory. With this being backed up, the tale of an archaeologist risking his life to discover the Great Kingdom, finding a machine that, with the same manufacturing data to, this, to back up this theory, Robin asks if the machine that was built was built during the boy century, to which he asks. Um, she asks her how much she knows about it. Nami asks Robin how much she knows, but Shaka speaks up. And with, but when Shaka speaks up, Robin admits that she finds the story painful for her to remember. With Shaka knows that Robin's birthplace is Ohara, was destroyed 22 years ago by a buster call from the Marines, leaving the reason for this was because they knew the existence of the Great Kingdom. And he continues saying that the Void Century was a period of war between the highly advanced civilization that once existed, the 20 other kingdoms with winning and eventually other kingdoms with the tw- and the 20 kingdoms winning and eventually becoming the world government. And with this, they tried to erase any knowledge about the ancient kingdoms with their intention to have absolutely no one to carry their ideals. With this, Nami and Usopp are left are left shocked by Shaka's tale, with Frankie finding finding it romantic for some reason, which I don't understand how something like this could be romantic, but eh, maybe maybe something like this is somewhat kind of interesting for him, but for other people like like Robin like Nami and Usopp, they find it kind of shocking. Which is kind of understandable. But, anyways, Sanji asks Shaka if the people who knew about the kingdom were dead. To which Shaka confirms that all the members who knew of all of this are deceased. Usopp starts to freak out, to which Shaka tries to assure this is only just a theory once again. Then he turns his attention to Robin, telling her the people of Ohara were killed because of this theory and the world government knows this to be true. Robin then grows defensive over this, over the claims, t- 
Following him, the people of Ohara made the theory based on all the research they conducted. And if he could not, not learn the truth from the government itself with his influence. But then Shaka the answers that if he if he's all talk, he will die. And he is affiliated with whether he is affiliated with the world government or not. Within, Robin asks Shaka if he is able to know all all this since she believes the books of Ohara were destroyed. But Shaka then states that this is actually false. And one day in Ohara, one day, Ohara was destroyed, but as this as with her being the sole survivor, the world government labeled the people all evil with the desire to take over the world. But a month later, he decided that to visit what remained, revealing that he was actually a close friend of Clover, who was a mentor of Robin. There, he then explains that Clover was an adventurer, and his interest in the fourth century was what comp- was what made him travel the world collecting books, and it meant that he would then be captured by the Marines mo- many, many times. And with this, he became the number one archaeologist in the world, gathering all the, all the other scholars in O'Hara and made a kind of sanctuary for them, which is why he is believed that his ultimate fate was to be the most tragic, to be very tragic and ultimately very upsetting. And with this, he went to O'Hara and saw that the scholars gave their lives to save the books. And believe it or not, they were all thrown into the lake to save them from the fire. And with this, if they saw the the Marines saw the books and no value in them and left. He considered this a victory of their people of Ohara, to which it brought him to tears. And with this story, Robin begins to reminisce the incident and the destruction of her home and her mother, Olvia, and the, as- and the history is an asset for humanity, and she shouldn't and they should not give up on the future she li- would live in. And with these, and her words were similar to Shaka's of the importance of the books she had. And she begins to cry, which, which, believe it or not, begins to enrage the straw hats for some odd reason. But she confesses to Shaka that O'Hara tried to expose the truth about the Great Kingdoms as he predicted. And she then asks, what happened to the books? He then explains he wanted to take them to Punk Hazard, but knew that it would be too risky. But they then end but he ended up meeting what he said, the quote unquote, those guys. To which it turns out it was when Dr. Vegapunk himself went to O'Hara after it had been destroyed and spotted some and spotted giants salvaging the books. And there he spotted someone of great of importance of them was there was Monkey D Dragon along with Clover. There Vegapunk was surprised to learn Dragon tell to learn this as Dragon tells Vegapunk he checked that he checked out the giants and confirmed they aren't bandits and knew and knew the value of the books. And their captain is a strange man with a bat dishes all over the body. And wouldn't let the assets of O'Hara become erased from history. 
With this, Dragon then concludes he relieved the world government to destroy the books, and even saying that it includes Vegapunk with them as well. With this, Vegapunk tries to defend himself, but Dragon just refuses to hear any any word of it, even even inviting him to join his freedom fighters, but he but he decided to chose to side with the world government, and Vegapunk claims. Him being a genius would not be would not be been able to help him with him being with the world government and people would listen to him, though Dragon would not lose his objective. However, he admits with all this and however with everything that the world government killed thousands of innocent people and powerless innocent lives is basically trivial for an unreasonable opinion to what Dragon states. However, as a result, he declared he would make an army who can fight against it and would not let Clover's death and the will of Ohara go in vain. And with this, he pointed the revolutionary armor came, army came to be with Emporio Ivankov and Bartholomew Kuma helping him to find to revolutionized the revolutionary army and at the end with the conclusion of Shaka's tale Nami calls Dragon a passionate man with Usopp surprised to hear that the giants came to Elba Robin on the other hand was surprised Dragon knew Clover with Frankie on the other hand asking Shaka why he remodeled Kuma and and why he saved them that day Shaka then replies that the books didn't fall into the world government, that he's relieved the, the books didn't fall in the world government's hands, and secretly visited Elbath to read them. And he himself knew all about Ohara and the secrets of the world, and kept, which helped him progress his research. And began, to which Robin began to smile and asked if the, if the captain's name, was Jaguar de Saul. And though Sok, and though Shaka. Didn't say mu- didn't exactly say much. He and with this, Robin deeply thanks him, and and asks he not let O'Hara's battle go in vain. And with this, Shaka confirms he won't and considers himself an ally for every scholar, in his na- nature as a researcher. So this confirms that the captain who was instructing to salvage the books from O'Hara and return them to Elbaf was in fact Jaguar de Saul, this confirming that he's in fact alive. This is basically happy news. Now Robin knows that the person who helped her out during her hard times over 22 year, 22 years ago is actually still alive and is in Elbaf. This could be a really nice reunion for the Straw Hats if they were to go to Elbaf and Robin was to meet Jack to be Saul again. This would be a really cute reunion, and I would love to see this happen one day. However, then we pan over to uh, Fabrio Face, where Luffy and Chopper don't see anywhere to ride the giant robot. However, Luffy tries to call it by its name, and it causes to which causes Julie Bonnie to refer to them as children <laughs> for some reason because of how immature they're acting. To which someone appears stuck inside the robot's armor 
and is begging them for help. Luffy helps the man out and Bonnie identifies him as Dr. Vegapunk in the main body. To which, Vegapunk recognizes Luffy as Dragon's son and knew he would be, he would have, he would arrive this entire time. Before looking at Bonnie, acknowledged how much she has grown. To Luffy, he turned, he turned on to Vegapunk's shoes, which make him, which make him float. To then, he, he shows him and Chopper how to do it as well, and ends up shooting himself high into the air, prompting him to ask for help once more. Which is where the chapter ends. So, wow, we are finally introduced to the actual real Dr. Vegapunk, which, from the panel that we are introduced to the real Dr. Vegapunk, looks kind of like the inspiration for what is Albert Einstein. And I am all for it, and he actually looks pretty kind of funny, if you ask me. Uh, and I cannot wait to see what 1067 is going to unfold because there's a lot more that's going to be revealed about the secrets of Ohara and also about the ancient world because this is going to be some interesting stuff that is yet to be revealed about the Void Century and what's to come about everything that we need to know about the Void Century and also about the other 20 kingdoms. So what were your thoughts on the latest chapter for One Piece? Did you like the chapter? Did you not like the chapter? Me personally, I thought that it was actually pretty awesome and we finally got to see who the real Vegapunk is and actually I really like how it was done and I cannot wait to see what 1067 is going to unfold. Well, let me know what you guys think in a questionnaire that I will be posting on Spotify at the end of the episode for those who have read the latest chapter. And what do you guys think is going to happen in 1067? Because I'm really curious to see what you guys' thoughts are. But for those who have stuck by towards the end, thank you so much for listening. And to end the episode, as always, whether or not you believe in the term nerd or not, keep loving what makes you, you, and stay awesome. Thank you so much for stopping by, and I'll see you next time for a brand new episode. Later! Three, two, one. Midnight coming, time is out. Showing the trick, alright. You can suck the crabs, cause you were dizzy in the bat. It's time to confess, cause going to melt away.